stare, excuse me if I dry up a bit because I'm not used to doing things like this. No, it's all right. I appreciate you doing it. Gives us something um, just a bit different, I think. A bit of a different yeah. insight. Sort of technical about what happened and, you know, sort of listen to that other one that you sent me. I thought, oh, God, he knows everything about every match, but <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> you living in Hull? In Hessel. In Hessel, yeah. okay, right. Yeah. Were you from the area before you started working for City? Um, yeah, I've always lived in, well, I lived in Hull before I lived in Hessel. And we actually lived um, across the road from there. And there, there's some big flats on um, the road nearby. And I used to live there when I was, uh, you know, leaving school and just starting work sort of thing. So, yeah, but I've, um, I'll wait for your questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, obviously, just like, I don't know how old you were at the time or anything, but like, what was the... What's kind of the lead up to you working at City? Well, um, I always worked in travel. Well, I started working in travel. Now I was sent up to London to work there for a bit, but I didn't like it, so I came back, but there was no job in travel when I got back. So I just, Dad looked in the newspaper and said, oh, Hull City looking for a, a secretary and a, a receptionist. Why don't you go? So I said, oh, heck yeah, all right, I like, because I used, I used to go to see Hull City quite a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> And I said, oh, yeah, I'll go. Um, so I went for the interview, had to do my shorthand and typing for them. And it was um, Chris Needler and um, John Needler that were there. Because I think Harold was quite ill at the time. Um, so they they gave me the job. But I think they gave me the job because I was so cheap. Because I was <laughs> of moral as a school leaver and um, no experience as a secretary. But it... It didn't need it, really. It was, um, I just loved it. I loved the job. I think it's the best job I've ever had. The only thing that took me away from it was was the money, really. They were a bit stingy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, taking it back a bit then, like, you say you used to go watch it, too. Like, what are your first kind of memories of Boothry Park, then? The big one was when we played Chelsea, I think I was only about 14 then. And we lived, as I say, we lived over the road from there. So we, we used to go, me and my sister used to go a lot. And I remember that. I remember it was so packed. It had never been so packed. And it, they wouldn't have got away with it now, would they? Yeah, <laughs> they just yeah. crammed every inch full of people. But it was a brilliant match. I mean, of course we lost, but it was, <laughs> it was good fun. It was fabulous. It was an atmosphere and a half. Yeah, I suppose like when you do start working for the club, like what was your day to day like? Was it like Monday to Saturday kind of thing? Um, it was no, yeah. Well, it was. I used to get a day off in the week sometimes, <laughs> um, but um, I it was generally every other Saturday. You know, every time they were playing, I had to be there. Um, but the, all I used to do really is first thing in the morning, I'd get into the office and open up. Um, and the chap that I was actually working for was Hull City's secretary. Um, called him John, but I can't remember his surname now. It's a long time ago. Um, so I worked for him, um, and I used to be on the switchboard, you know, dealing all with the calls and everything that came through, and any mail that came through, and and the wages for the players, I which like it. were quite extortionately low as well. <laughs> <laughs> so what they'd have to. How did it work at the time? Would it all be um, like cash in, in envelopes? Or was yeah, it all, they got yeah. little oh, envelopes. Right. Every, every week they got paid. 
uh, now you just have to pay for the for the ladies that have the young players in digs and everything. We also have to pay for them as well. So it was um, it was a bit varied, really. Um, and then, oh, they, of course, they had the old. Do you remember they had the um, oh spot the ball? Okay. Can you remember that? Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of other people that worked on that. They did the sort of the promotions of Hull City and everything. They did spot the ball. But they always used to make me choose where the ball was going to be. All right. So, so I wasn't allowed to take part, unfortunately. But never mind. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of just the characters, like I mentioned a few names already, like who are the people that you remember from that time that you'd be working with? Um, Stan was one of my favourites, the groundsman. I used to go in and have a cup of tea with him in the morning, and so did all the players, unless they came to me and asked me to make them a cup of tea, but I soon changed that to them making me one when they came in. (laughs) But he was lovely. He was just such a nice person, and he, he loved that ground so much. He was so proud of it, and he wouldn't let anybody practice on there at all. They all had to go to the gym or down to uh, Cossingham to do the training and everything. But it was lovely. It was great. And if, if ever there was a, a bad weather day, he'd be out there as soon as the match was over and people would well, – before people had left the stands, he was he was repairing the match, uh, the, the pitch all the time. Brilliant. And his wife was lovely as well. <laughs> um, I was watching a thing, well, end of an era video recently uh, about Boothry Park. And um, yeah. it's an interview with um, the woman who did the laundry around the time oh, you were there. Nice. Might have been, yeah. Yeah, Molly and John, I used to go in and see them every morning. I loved those two. They were so funny. She, yeah, she yeah. was saying... It's basically like one big family. She described it as. Like yeah, it was every day. The whole, the whole team, everybody. Nobody was better than anybody else. It was, it was a family, and they really looked at you know within, within the workforce, everybody was nice to everybody. Nobody thought they were better than anybody else. It was lovely. Imagine if you're sorting the players' money out, you get a few funny interactions <laughs> with them, did you? Well, no, not really. I mean, it was just, it came to me from um, Needler's head office. They would send down what they were going to get paid. And I used to have to put it into envelopes for them and just pay them. So I didn't really have that much to eat. But they they did complain quite often about the amount they were getting. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, just in terms of a match day, then you say you'd be there. Were you able to watch the games as well? Oh, yeah. I used to go in the director's box because... Um, before the match started, I used to have to go down to the director's box and, and put um, dead like plastic numbers and um, letters. And I used to have to put the names of the teams up on this board and, and half time scores and full time scores. So before I went in, I had to get all this ready. So and then when the match was finished, I had to run in, put all the half time scores up for them. And then at the end of the match, do the same thing again. But I loved it. It was nice. I used to have my blanket and sit there like the Queen. And it was brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, was it Terry Neal that was manager then? Yeah, was Terry the was manager then. And um, just before I left, it became John Kay. 
he he was the manager then. So okay. I used to I used to make Terry take me. He had an E-type jag, a big bright yellow one. I used to make him take me around the, the, the club around <laughs> the car park in this. And, and I even let him drive it once, but it, it was only once because I'd not passed my driving test and I couldn't drive at all. So but it was it was nice, it was funny. Uh, excellent, yeah. We're doing fairly steady, I think, in the second division at that point. But where, what were the main challenges of your job? Did you say there was some financial issues at the time? Yeah, yeah. And we weren't doing very well at all. I mean, it, it wasn't... The seasons I were there, it wasn't good. They didn't win that many times. I remember one time they were playing... Oh, it's when we played Fulham. I remember that um, because we actually won 4-1 and 4-0. And couldn't believe it, you know, that, I mean, everybody was in such high spirits after that. But, and it lasted a little while. I think that did them good. And they won a few more after that. Um, But then it just, I think morale was a little bit low, really, because I don't think they got, I can understand it. The supporters were getting really fed up of it. I remember I used to have to, um, when when they had a the AGM, you know, for the supporters club, it it used to get a bit heated, and they were getting really fed up of us not winning and not spending any money. And then, of course, um, the last one that I did was in '74, and um, they weren't happy because we'd sold Stuart Pearson to Manchester United, and he was our only. Big, big star at the time, I think. You know, he was the one that was scoring the goals and everything. I think we paid about, was it about 200000 for him when he went there, which was a lot of money then, I suppose. Uh, yeah, but was there any other, I suppose, like big matches at that time? Or like you say, was it all a bit no, like, low-key? It was a bit low-key, yeah. really was a bit low-key. I think we were, do you know, honestly, sometimes during those years, I think we were better when we played away than we were at home. Did you ever go away then? I used to. I wasn't allowed to go in, in the in the coach, but if it was somewhere not too far, then I'd go and, and support them. It was, um, and I used to go with one of my friends. She loved going to see them as well. So we'd just get on the train and go wherever they were going, but not very often because a lot of the time there were even... Um, reserve matches you know or junior matches so I had to be there when they were playing as well okay right so not not often but I I did enjoy the home matches I must say it was nice and warm up there (laughs) yeah yeah did you get to go in like director's lounge and everything oh yeah the boardroom sorry yeah yeah that's the boardroom where I used to have to go and put all the results up oh see right yeah so that was purely for the the directors and their guests, the scores yeah. and everything. Ah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. But um, just trying to think about, oh, yeah, there was one one person that I really liked, and it was Will Rogerson. Do you remember him? I've seen interviews of him, yeah. Oh, he was so lovely. And even when I left and I had children, I used to go and he used to let me in for free. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, what get him into trouble now? Because bless him, he's not here anymore, is he? But um, yeah, he used to put us up in the West Stand, which was nice. Yeah, I was watching an interview with him and another guy, I can't remember his name, that used to work at a ticket office. But they were saying City played a European team, I think it was the 70s, and uh, 
this European team said they weren't going to come up for the second half unless they were paid, I think, 15 grand in cash. So Wilf and this other guy had to go and <laughs> within 15 minutes had to count it all out and get it from all the cash from the uh, turnstiles and give it to him in, in the bag. <laughs> Good grief, blimey. Can you remember who it was? Oh, what's his name? Oh, what, the team? or Yeah, the team, yeah. It was like this team. It was, I think it was a Hungarian team that were doing a tour of English teams. I can't remember the name. Do you know, I think I saw it when I was looking at bits and pieces to try and remind me about things. Yeah, I th- that there was a Hungarian team that we played. Yeah. Yeah. So different times, isn't it? <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember them rooting around. Mind you, I might not have been there. I might have been over on the uh, near the pitch. But I don't remember them doing that. <laughs> <laughs> must have been a bit fraught, mustn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you mentioned the needler for me then, like, obviously, like, kind of before my time, but what were they like as people? Um, they were really nice to me. Um, I, I, I couldn't complain about the way I was treated at all. They were always courteous and nice when they'd come in. If they wanted something to be done, they'd just ask nicely and it would be done. You know, I, I didn't have any any issues with them at all, apart from the wages. <laughs> <laughs> but I was only young anyway, so you, you, you wouldn't feel as if you were in a place to sort of say, no, give me a... Give me a an increase and I remember just before I left they decided that they'd put the players money up a little bit more and it was a little bit more and I was on seven pounds a week at the time and they said they would give me seven pound fifty a week for the next year and I thought because mm, I'd already been offered a job at North Sea Ferries at Shawhurst desk for 40 pound a week so I thought no, nah. <laughs> as much as I love it, I think I'm going to go for the money. <laughs> yeah, fair play. It was weird, weird fun there. It was nice. That was a good place to work as well. But um, but I, I still think that whole city was the best because I had so much fun. They were a bit naughty, actually, the players, because I was the, I was the only girl that worked there, apart from Terry Neal's secretary that was an older lady. And um, I had to pass their dressing rooms every morning. Every time I went to the boardroom, you just went past there to get to the boardroom. They used to leave the door wide open and they had a bath in those days. And they were all, they would all be in the mat of the bath. And Molly and Joyce went down one day and they said, will you keep that flipping door closed when Barbara's <laughs> going by? <laughs> they really told them off. <laughs> I think it was Molly, Molly who was saying the players used to take them out for weekends away and stuff like that. Maybe. I remember that? Oh, I take them for nights out. I don't know. Oh, nights out we used to go on. Yeah, we yeah. always go on a good night out. Yeah, and we and us living nearby as well. Um, my mum and dad were brilliant, and we used to have loads of parties, and the whole team would come every oh, really? time. Flat, can you imagine? Whole team would come. Then when I worked at North Sea Froze, we carried on having the parties. So all the girls wanted to come to the parties because the players were going to be there. <laughs> we had to let all our neighbours know that we were having one because it was raucous. But um, no, we all we all would go out and meet in in the town. And I remember when um, Roger Vries was getting married. 
and he was having a stag night and he came over and he said, are you going to come to my stag night? I said, I can't come to your stag night. He said, well, you want as a lad, so. <laughs> 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 I said, but anyway, I went and it's a good job I did because I had to look after him because he was absolutely comatose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that in the days where a stag was very close to the wedding as well? Yeah. 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 It, it, it wasn't the, the night before. It was about three days before. So, and by he'll have had a bad hangover <laughs> to bundle him into a taxi and say this is where he's going take him <laughs> uh, were there any other like standout players then that would be kind of the big characters on a night out or at a party um, Jeff Whelans was always up for a party and um, Roy Greenwood I remember him they were always out for a party um, trying to think, there was a lot of quiet ones as well. Um, the 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 more established players there didn't bother so much because they they all had families. Um, because I, I used to babysit for Ian McKechnie and um, well, so, oh Ken Ken Wagstaff. He used to bring his little boy into the the office for me to look after, well, because his wife was working and he was at work as well. So I used to look after him as well. That was nice. Why is that? And then just a couple to finish on then. Like, you've obviously talked about a lot of high points and the fact it's probably your best ever job. Um, but what can you think of like high point of working at Boothry Park? And is there anything maybe you do differently or anything? Um, I probably would have, I should have asked for more money instead because I really did. I did love it. But I was, I think I was just too young and too scared to ask for more. And, and I did miss it. And I, and I couldn't stop going in to see everybody after I left. <laughs> and they, they, uh, they were just family, just family. I don't think that's the only other thing I would have done because I, I never had a dark moment while I was there at all. It was just all, all lovely. Did he carry on going to watch matches and everything? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did for a while. Um, again, it was a bit difficult because I was on sort of split shifts from all seafarers. We used to have to get there at six, six o'clock in the morning and then get um, the people off the ferry. And then in the afternoon, we were back at three o'clock until about seven o'clock. So there wasn't an awful lot of room to to follow them too much. But when I when I could, I did. Yeah. 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 It must be pretty wild to see how well they've done, I guess, in recent times. Oh, yeah, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. It's nice. So I'm just trying to think if there was anybody else that I met. No, I think you, I've said everything with Stan and Molly and Joyce and everything and the yeah. local bobbies that used to come in and get a cup of tea in the morning as well, the ones on the beach. We don't see them a day, nowadays, <laughs> do we? But they... They were welcomed in all the time. It was brilliant. Like you mentioned, Ken Wagstaff, like obviously him and Chris Chilton must have been, you know, the most senior players at that time. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Did they kind of have a good relationship with everyone? Yeah, really good relationship, but they were very quiet. Oh, right. Yeah, they were quiet. It's like Ian Butler, he was quite, well, not quite so quiet, but he was, he was I don't know, he was a gentleman. You know, the, and most of them were, apart from the cheeky ones, you know, but <laughs> but most of them were, they were gentlemen. 
Uh, it's um, but again because I don't think they had big. They weren't big headed. They yeah. didn't think that there was something they weren't. Thanks for listening to this episode of This Was Boothry Park. As always, just like to give a quick shout out to those who made the research easy, including On Cloud Seven, Tiger Tube Player, Tiger Bass, and Rich Gardens the Decade.